Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baskin and Phelps, 92.3 The Fan, 216-474-0092. All right, Super Bowl, Sunday, Niners, Chiefs, Las Vegas. Something I think a lot of us didn't think we would would ever see, especially because of the way the NFL was – so against gambling. And then Roger Goodell, Jeff, it was, we heard from him a little earlier in the show. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to play a little bit more of this now. He was asked specifically about gambling, the Super Bowl, Vegas. Here's what he had to say. And that is why we talk about the injury report so much. Like, has become bigger than ever. But Yeah, that's true. I, 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 I was just leery about all this stuff as, you know, gambling became... Bigger, I, I just I, I I go back to what Scott Petrak told us earlier this week that I think that gambling isn't where I thought it would be. I think the Ohio uh, the Ohio Casino Commission said that since sportsbooks opened, that they've uh, brought in about a billion dollars in taxes for the state of Ohio, which is which is great, yeah. you know, in, in that way, especially if the money's going back out into the community, the tax dollars there. Um, I just, I kind of think that if anyone didn't want to gamble before, I, I, I think, it, like, if you were a gambler before, I think you're 100% unaffected by everything that's happened over the last year. But the flip side is, if you weren't gambling before and now it's legal, are you gambling? And if you are and doing it responsibly, well, that's up to you. You know, it's, it's, gambling is, to me, Andy, it's entertainment money. Yeah, that's you know, why what, I. And, do you, do you think that most people see it that way? Like, I see it as, you know, hey, I was going to go see a movie. Now I'll, I'm going to, you know, now it's $10 here. It's $10. You know what I'm saying? Our, it's our entertainment is, money. Yeah, our government has tried to, tried to form behavior, you know, throughout history. Prohibition, you know? Right. We don't want you to drink. Well, you're an adult. Shouldn't you be allowed to have a drink if you want? And, and I don't drink myself. I've just never done it. Right. But doesn't mean you shouldn't be allowed to, but you have to do it responsibly. And in in theory, you have to do everything responsibly. Sure. And so gambling, to me, it's the same situation. But now that it's legal, it's a very different situation. I, I totally agree with what Scott said to us, though, the other day. It was just like, look, I think it's – it was Scott that told us this, wasn't it, Dan? I thought it was Scott that said this to us, that – you know, when I asked him, you know, we're a year into this stuff. I, what do you think? And he's just like, yeah, I just people who weren't gambling before, um, maybe just kind of tried it. You know, they they wanted to kind of hop in and see what it's all about, and then, you know, whether you did it or not, I I don't know that it's any more. I, I'm sure it is for some people, so I don't want to speak in, in. I guess I don't want to speak in generalities of this, but for the most part. You know, I've got friends that they'll hop in, they'll hop out. They're kind of into it. They're not into it. If they win a little, they're all, they're all into it. If they're not, like what? It's just it's just kind of 
weaved itself into our culture. And it weaved itself into our culture without having to have like this, it's almost like NIL in some ways where it's all above the table now. You know, the government's getting their cut, so everything seems to be okay with it right now. NIL, now we know that college athletes are actually getting paid above the table. And so that, you know, when April 15th comes, um, I'll be interested to see how much money came in off of college athletes getting paid from the IR- to the IRS because than we've we, ever yeah, seen before. You we know? didn't know they were getting paid before. Well, we knew they were getting paid, but the, it wasn't that money wasn't getting kicked back into society. I mean, at least no, the right way. No, it wasn't. So, do, you, do you think it is now? Well, yeah, I think that these guys have to claim it. The NIL money? Forgive me. Think they know that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's a good question. That's my point. Well, if they have an agent and somebody who's, you know. I wonder if NIL money they take taxes out. Why wouldn't they? Just like a freelance gig. Oh, oh, you're saying, oh, you're saying, you don't take Well, no, they may find out on April 15th that they owe probably like anywhere from 25 to 35%. Wait wait a minute. They brought in. I owe $70,000. I'm driving that right now. What do you mean? Who knows? I, I just I think it's interesting that the that the NFL has kind of completely changed their ways. I, I'm probably done talking about this for the rest of the week, except for uh, when we get into some more of the gambling stuff. There are a few prop bets that are out there. I, have you have you looked through? I was I enjoy the prop bets during Super Bowl week, yeah, because they're so crazy. So the Athletic put some of the prop bets that are out there. Have, have you heard of this one, Dan? May I probably Hody's heard of this one, the Drake curse. What team apparel will Drake be wearing on Super Bowl Sunday? And if he wears it, your team's probably going to lose. Have you heard it? It's called the Drake curse. Because that, that's such a big factor in the outcome of a game. You can gamble on it. It's not about the, you know, it, it's the fact that you can gamble on it. We sit here and we talk about, and everyone wants to rip on uh, Taylor Swift for every time. Like, if you go back, I, there was somebody, I don't know who did the story, but it's like they show her less than 35 seconds a game. How often do they show entertainers during games? They show entertainers all the Wait time. A For a whole game, 35 seconds? Up until the end of the Come game on, of the man. AFC Championship, they hadn't shown her for more than 35 seconds. That's I think a lie, those. Andy. That's what I, that's what I read. Total? I don't have a stopwatch. Total. Yes, total. No way. You think that's a lie? I want Tay on there more. You need more Tay. Are you done? How many times will Roger Goodell be shown? Twice. That's what they're saying. It's one of those things you can bet on, too. Um, will there be a scorigami? I know Hody would go crazy if there was a scorigami. I've never seen anybody that loves scorigami more than you. Is that true? I absolutely love scorigami. Uh, again, a scorigami is a score that's never happened before. Even when the Browns lost to the Broncos, I was upset about the loss, but it was a scoregami this year, so I was happy. See? Oh, Menigan. So, a little bit of information, go back to the previous one. This is courtesy of the American Gaming Association. Yes. They, according to a survey, believe that approximately 67.8 million adults, which would be 26% of the adult population of the United States, could combine to bet $23.1 billion on the Super Bowl. According to a survey result from the American Gaming Association. If we bet on the country, Andy, we could be out of debt in five years. You just hear these numbers get thrown about, and it's just insane. 26% of the population 
could combine to bet $23.1 billion, and it's expected by the American Gaming that's, Association. That is nuts. They're that's expecting $23.1 billion? Mm-hmm. To be oh. bet on the Super Bowl. Number of betters and amount wagered are up significantly from and is, last is that, year. Wonder, does that include so this, like, yeah, me saying to you, Dan, hey, Dan, I'll bet you lunch. So the survey, no. and this is I'm getting this from ESPN. Okay. The survey of 2,204 adults was conducted by data firm Morning Consult on behalf of the AGA and includes bets placed online with a casino sportsbook or unlicensed bookmaker in a pool or squares contest or casually with friends and family. So not just like, hey, I'm grabbing my app and using my my gambling app of choice to place a bet, but also if, hey, here's five bucks for squares, or I bet you a quarter that this is going to take place. Do you ever win squares? Does anybody win squares? I cleaned up once and retired. I don't think anybody wins at squares. So I won. You just shot my theory, Dan. No, I just won squares for our, um, we had a company thing where they gave away prizes. There was no money involved. So that um, our Odyssey family here, for the Browns playoff game, they were giving out stuff, maybe. So we, you know, I don't know. I will see. I, I, I don't think I, I've seen people do squares before. Win squares? Yeah, I've seen. I've won squares before. I've never won. A You've point. never won a square? No, I'm the worst at it. Oh, come to think of it, I owe somebody twenty bucks for squares. Come so you're of it. from last year? No, from. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan. Wow, look at you. I did Mm-mm-mm. it to help out my buddy's baseball team. I forgot to pay him. Oh, so it was a charity thing. Yeah. So, gotcha. And on top of that, according to our according to our friends at Spectrum, it, it gets even crazier when you start looking at it from an Ohio side with these things, which is um, the state has generated, according to Spectrum, $761 million in revenue in the first year of gambling. Seven, I, man, I thought I read that it was more that they had in revenue, seven, that they were closer to a billion dollars in the Ohio, um, the Ohio uh, casino control had said that they. I thought they were just under a billion dollars. That it was seven point something billion, not million. Could I think, be the case. I think it was um, to the bill again. I'm yeah. grabbing this from Spectrum One. Yeah. So. so you know, the numbers could differ wherever you're looking. I guess, it, I mean, somebody might be looking at, like, lottery numbers versus casino control numbers versus, you know, who knows. Because, you know, you can bet, uh, I'm pretty sure you can bet on those on the machines now in the bars, too. It's just, it's so easy to do it. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know that it's changed. It's changed your life if you want to participate. I think that's the bottom line on the whole thing. And, you know, when it comes to the Super Bowl, I think people want to feel like they they have a piece of the action in this thing. Hmm. I don't know. And then the other part of it, too, I'm sure that there's a ton of prop bets out there about Taylor Swift. Like, one of the things be in the ton. athletic yeah. was, uh, will a player propose to his girlfriend on the field after Oh, God, please don't do that. Plus 210, yes. No. Minus 190, no. Wouldn't that just be a little much? It's happened before. Like, remember the, the couple that got engaged at the Boise State game? Yeah. Yeah, they're still married. They're doing good. Kids, That's great. family. Just read a story on them the other day. It was funny very exciting. Is, funny thing is that you had a blue engagement ring. You dropped it, and they still haven't found it. It's true. And if that would happen in eastern Washington and they had a red one, they'd have the same problem. Will either kicker hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point attempt? 
Why do I like the prop bets so much? Because they're gimmicky. Will the power go out at the Super Bowl? They're all sitting there waiting for you, the prop bets at the Super Bowl. Matt Moore, the Action Network, senior NBA writer, next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Cavaliers sitting in second place in the Eastern Conference, just behind the Boston Celtics and Barely ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks, just behind, meaning five games. So the Cavs and the Bucks are both five games back, but at 32 and 16, the Cavs have a 667 winning percentage. The Bucks at 33 and 17 have a 660 winning percentage. So that leaves you uh, 007 uh, ahead of the Bucks. The Knicks now sit in fourth place. They are six games back. So here we sit. Uh, we got a couple more games before the All-Star break for the Cavaliers. All kinds of stuff going on. The trade deadline, though, probably the most important thing uh, in the NBA as we inch towards Thursday at 3 o'clock when the NBA trade deadline will be in place. And, you know, you have to wonder, will the Cavaliers make a trade? Will they not make a trade? Uh, history will tell you that they enjoy making trades. Um, I'm not necessarily sure that they will. They enjoy making trades. They do. <laughs> They like being players in the game, right? Uh, uh, Dan Gilbert has always liked being a player in the game. Now, you know, Dan's influence right now yeah. might not be what it was, but, you know, you got to find yourself Enjoy trying is to figure an interesting out. word for that, though. Is it truthful? I don't know. I, I think it I is. think they're active in making trades. Enjoyment's another issue. Yeah, I would say they enjoy it. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Let's find out if the Cavaliers do enjoy 
the trade deadline. From the Action Network, senior NBA writer, he is Matt Moore. Hi, Matt. Thanks for joining us. Hey, hey guys. How are y'all? We, we are, are well. doing great. You know, the Cavaliers, we woke up this morning, and all of a sudden they were in second place by percentage points. So it's been a lot of fun for the Cavaliers right now. Um, I, I do want to ask you about the trade deadline, though, first, because, you know, when you look at the Cavs, you have to wonder, guys coming back from injury, where are they right now, and, and what are your general thoughts on the Cavs? Yeah, I mean, look, they're playing great basketball right now, and the job that I think they've done responding to the injuries to Darius Garland and Evan Mobley has been significant. You're getting such great contributions from Sam Merrill and Dean Wade and lots of guys that are just kind of stepping up and filling in. I think it's fascinating that they did have so much success for a sustained period of time with Donovan Mitchell playing at quite honestly like an MVP-type level there without uh, Allen and Garland and then kind of just playing spread pick and roll with Jared Allen um, and being able to, to spread the floor like that with shooters. I, I think it's also interesting that when we look at the trade deadline, the word is that they're still looking for uh, you know, a three and D type option that they continue to kind of give themselves as many options to go to for that fifth kind of position on the floor and the floor spacer as possible. That's an interesting kind of tactic because they did add Niang and they did add Max Struess and they are getting good contributions from, you know, Coro shooting 37% from three this year. Um, they have so many options, but they're trying to add more, and I think that's probably a, a benefit to them. Karis LeVert, I think, is the most you know interesting name for them to be able to move, and yet I think he's a legit six-man-of-the-year candidate. So if they don't wind up doing anything in the deadline, I feel like they're in a really good position to make a playoff push if they can get, you know, I think, a better matchup and maybe handle things a better than last year versus the next. Matt, what would the Cavs be willing to give up to get the three and D option that you're talking about on the wing. Is Karras too yeah, much to I, give up? I do up? think that Levert is available. I do think that they'll at least talk about Levert. And a lot of this is like, there's such a huge difference. And uh, I've talked to some executives this week that were discussing this in particular about the difference between shopping a guy and being willing to trade a guy and how different that is where, okay. Yeah. If you think that you can get a major upgrade, you're willing to include guys, but shopping is more, you're trying to move them off the books. I don't think they're shopping anyone. Um, most of the conversation by Jared Allen is done. After some talks to the Pelicans over the last couple of months, that's gone almost completely away. And so I don't think they're looking to move Jared Allen. Don't think they're looking to move Darius Garland. Don't think they're looking to move uh, most of their guys. But I do think Karis LeVert is a guy that they're open to at least looking at what the market is for him and then trying to add um, another 3 and D type player to be able to bolster what they feel like is the only thing that they really need going into the playoff series, given how much firepower they have with the others. It's weird to wake up this morning and see the Cavs are in second place in the East. Do you, do you think they're the second best team in the East? Well, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think, I think they are on the level of the second best team of the, of the East. And what I mean by that is the Bucks, as much as I think they're probably going to turn a corner with Doc Rivers, have been so bad defensively, have been so shaky in those regards, have had so many issues um, on that end of the floor that I do think the Cavaliers are a little bit more solid. I mean, look, you look over the past, since December 16th, since the winning streak kind of started, they have, the Cavaliers have the 10th best offense in the NBA. That's their big weakness is the offense. And so if they're you know doing better with that by with shooting volume threes and getting what they are from Mitchell, I think that they're right there. Um, do I worry about them in the playoffs? Yes, because the playoffs aren't, aren't really any more about how good you are. It's about can you solve the problems in front of you? Because none of these teams are definitively better. So you have to ask, like, can they find enough answers 
for the problems in front of them. They couldn't find any answers versus the Knicks last year. So that's my hesitation is from a coaching standpoint. And I think J.B. Bickerstaff's done an incredible job in the regular season the past three years. But I have to be able to see that in the playoff setting. But regular season right now, I think the Cavs are as good as any team in the East outside of Boston. Matt Moore joining us from the Action Network, senior NBA writer. What does the Joel Embiid injury situation do for a team like the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference? I mean, I think the biggest benefit here is that it improves the odds of you not winding up in the four spot, which means that you can avoid Boston until the conference finals. And that sets you up very well, right? Because if you're able to avoid Boston until the, until the conference finals, you have a better shot of getting out. Now, look, I think Boston's got their own problems when it comes to the playoffs. Their offense stalls out. I think they're, they're, they're as good as their regular season performance is. I think coaching is still a big question for them as well. But I do think you want to put yourself in the best position. And if you can get that two seed and lock in home court and you're able to kind of grow from the experience last year, I think you're in a really good spot to be able to make a run depending on who winds up where. Now, the care of that is the Knicks are also playing dynamite basketball right now. And OG Anobi's been out about nine days. He comes back. That's a really tough matchup because I think they've been really good as well. You can wind up in a series versus the Bucks, But, look, Cavaliers split that season series 2-2. I think they're live versus Milwaukee unless Milwaukee turns a major corner defensively. So um, I do think that just taking the Sixers out of those spots gives you a much better path to making a conference finals. And once you make the top four, you know, you're in that conversation and it's not anything can happen, but it is much closer to maybe pulling off a surprise finals appearance. The Sixers, Matt, haven't ruled out Embiid yet for the rest of the season. You think there's a chance he comes back? And if he comes back, and let's just say he comes back with two weeks to go, what does that do for them if they're sitting there as a sixth seed, as a is you know if they avoid the play-in tournament barely or something like that, and and do they immediately become the threat that they could have been? It's very surprising to me that he's only that they're going to reevaluate him in a month. That's just very surprising given everything that we know about his injuries. Kind of if you repair it, that's the rest of the season. So there's kind of like a lot of confusion about what's going on with with his injury absence. Um, but as it stands, look, if they're able to get him back with enough time to ramp up, that team becomes extremely dangerous. So you just asked me, you know, are the Cavs the second-best team in the East? Yes, if Joel Embiid's out. But if Joel Embiid's back, that team, that roster, definitely to me is, a, is the second-best team in the Eastern Conference, and I would like them versus the Celtics in a matchup. As many problems as Embiid has had, I like Nick Nurse and what he brings to the table from a coaching standpoint. So um, it, they are – extremely dangerous if they can get Embiid back. But we also don't know what Embiid's going to look like. You know, like if he comes back with two weeks to go, is he going to be able to get in even conditioned to play in the playoffs? It seems very confusing. I know they want to go for it with as many times as they can, especially with how good this team was. But it's pretty surprising to me that there's any talk of him coming back, given the timing of the injury and what it's going to mean for him, just trying to get back to regular playing shape, let alone playoff condition. Matt, is there a team in the East, other than the Celtics, Bucks, 76ers with Embiid, that you think, watch out for those guys? And, and the Cavs. I do I look. So, look, I, I just continue to look at Miami. And it's not just based off of what they did last year with the run that they made. It's just that if we look at it from kind of how I talked about, right, can you solve the problems? There's nobody better at it than Eric Spolstra. And so he's so good in that capacity 
and they do have enough weapons and answers, especially with how Jimmy Butler plays in the playoffs, I think to make them super dangerous. Uh, if the other teams were more unassailable, I would feel better about them. But Spo is such an incredible advantage. A lot of this really does just come down to coaching because if you match it up and you go, you know, Donovan Mitchell is an incredible player. So is Jimmy Butler, you know, uh, Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, those guys are great. So is Bam Adebayo. And you kind of go down the line, and I think the Heat are still a major threat just from the perspective of if you, until they're done, I don't think you can count them out, not based off of last year, but more the way that they did it with finding the answers that they needed. That team, that's what makes that team so dangerous. All right, I got a fun one for you. With the All-Star game coming up here in a little bit, they unveiled that uh, LED court for everything but the game. I don't know. What did you think about that? I, I, I'm going to watch it to see how it is because I think it, it might be fun for viewers. It might even be fun for the players. But I'm just, it, to me, I just can't look at it as anything. Like if you were trying to play a legit game, I think it'd be a major distraction. What do you think? Yeah, it'd be a distraction. My, my bigger thing off the bat was just like, thank God they're not doing it on the real court because I don't want anybody to get injured. Right. That feels like the kind of with, – with the, with the in-season tournament that were normal courts, those courts were – they had a lot of slippages and problems. So I was very worried when they unveiled it. But for the uh, Saturday night stuff, I think it's great. I think when you look at – especially the dunk contest, if they're able – if somebody gets the, the idea to kind of program some stuff into it, I think you could do some really cool stuff. Um, to be able to track it on court as guys are shooting in a three-point contest, I think that'll be cool. Uh, I'm all for bringing like a different – kind of atmosphere and, and different look to as much as possible for the all-star events because they've gotten so kind of mundane. So I'm excited to see it. I think it'll be cool. I'm just glad that's not the regular court because I don't want anybody to tear their Achilles. Hey, I also got to tell you, yes. <laughs> I'm also glad they're going back to East and West here. I just, the other stuff was just goofy. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you where I, there's a classic kind of feel to it that I think just resonates better with fans. I get the idea of having the players choose, but the players are never going to want to commit to real animosity. They're never going to want to commit to real, you know, grudges. And so <laughs> without that, you miss the entire value of what picking teams, I think, means. And having the East and West, I think, has a more of a classic feel to it that brings a little bit more of the dignity back if they can, you know, compete and play hard for just a little bit. Matt Moore joining us from the Action Network. Western Conference, Matt, Denver, even though they're sitting fourth right now, they're, you know, they're half game out. The Clippers are a half game out. I think they're the top two teams in the Western Conference. But I look at Oklahoma City, and Sam Presti has all that young talent and all that draft capital still. They're in first place with Minnesota, and they seem to be really, really meshing. Are the Thunder and Timberwolves legit threats in that Western Conference to win it? We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I don't think they can win it. I think they can make the conference finals. I don't think they can win it. I think one of the Clippers or Nuggets is coming out. Um, you know, we talk about, what, like I've been mentioning, solving those problems. OKC doesn't know about their problems yet. They don't even know what those problems are because they've never had a playoff run. And so this is a growth year. I don't expect them to do anything significant at the deadline. Sam Presti's been very transparent about how patient he intends to be with making sure that they make the right moves at the right times. They'll see how the team performs in the playoffs and address the weaknesses then. Minnesota, you know, that defense is so great. It's, it really is great. In a, in a time where no one defends, Minnesota is legitimately great defensively like the Cavs are, but uh, the offense stalls out a lot for Minnesota. And I don't know if they have the firepower to keep up. Plus, they have a lot of guys that tend to get banged up because of that physical style. Meanwhile, Denver, like, D- Denver is cruising easy. This has been a relatively easy regular season for them. Uh, they are exactly at the pace I think that they want to be. I think they have the most championship equity. Then you get the Clippers, who I think are you know extremely dangerous. They match up really well with teams like Phoenix in LA. I think they match up well with the Thunder. I think they would probably have an issue with the Wolves, but that'd be a great series. Um, I think that I with you that the two best teams are the Nuggets and Clippers. I kind of think that the Thunder will get home court, which could really matter. But they're going to have to show that they understand how to play playoff basketball. Because if they catch one of these teams coming out of the play-in tournament hot, like the Warriors or the Lakers or one of these other teams, Mavericks, those are spots where I think OKC can get caught because there's just so much inexperience. That's the youngest roster in the NBA on average, and yet they're in position for the one seed. It's crazy. Yeah. Matt, thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. Can't wait to talk to you maybe a little bit uh, after the All-Star break as we get a little bit closer to the playoffs, and hopefully the Cavaliers can maintain their spot or maybe move a little bit higher in the standings. Matt, thank you. We'll catch you on the Action Network. Senior NBA writer, Matt Moore. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. All right, we'll talk to you soon. And, of course, all guests appear on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You heard him say it. Yeah, they are the second-best team, or maybe the second-best team in the Eastern Conference. What do you think of that? 216-474-0092. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.